0: Hello, my name is Ken, and I want to welcome you back to Deep Waters. This podcast is brought to you by Applied Strengths Ministry, where we believe working together in our strengths is the effect of working out the will and calling of God in our lives. The title of this message is Overrun by Chicks, and though it's probably not about what some may be inclined to think. Remember, my message titles are weird, and that's the way God likes to for me. This is episode one of two. So if you are keeping up with my podcast messages, you may be aware that God the Father, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit gives each of us gifts. The gift that I am currently operating in in this ministry is the teaching gift, found within the fivefold ministry described in Ephesians 4, through 16 The following scripture is a gift that Jesus left us, but first think upon this. When I read this scripture and tried to listen to what each word is saying, oh, the richness and the depth of what it is saying, The absence of the understanding of what this is saying has no doubt led to the church condition today. What I think happens if you study anything like I did when I first began to blast through the Bible is that when you hit these scriptures, you skip along the top of them, never getting the revelation of what each of these positions means. I'm sorry to say this. No, I'm not. But I'd venture to say that even if the scripture was absent from the Bible, the church may look exactly the same as it does today. Now, I know that you want to know what that means, according to me, so I will address your silent question before getting to it. Define Description. Hey, Ken, what does it mean to look no different? But how many of you who are listening feel that you are using your God-given gifts, both natural and spiritual, along with your God-given very specific talents, along with your personally assigned personality, in your calling and purpose? Now, I'm not talking about you who are currently filling a position at the church to help out until they find some other ignorant of their gift's soul to jump in. Nope. I'm talking about you who are not 100% absolutely in love with what you do in the church and our ministry and are performing well beneath the Daniel standard of excellence. Daniel 1.20 Now, the excellence is achieved because you're using your gifts, developed talents, and personality to complete the tasks that require your mixture of God-given ingredients all intentional by God who knows what he's doing. Now, unfortunately, what we settle for is a haphazard placement of volunteers in positions that they cannot perform. And so your church goes a-hobbling down the road, forever wiggle-wobbling, because you have a custodian greeting and an usher cleaning the bathrooms. And only God knows what's chirping on the stage. But wow, if we can't get into the presence of God with chirp-chirps, perhaps it's time for a gifted worship team to step up and take the worship wheel. A heart that wants to sing songs sometimes should do so in the shower and not on stage. There are gifted and called peeps equipped for that specific ministry. Seek and you will find. Okay, enough blasting. Time to dive, dive, dive. Ephesians 4, 11, 16 states, And he himself gave some to be apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, some pastors and teachers, for the equipping of the saints for the work of ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ, until we all come to the unity of faith, and of the knowledge of the Son of God, to a perfect man, to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ, that we should no longer be children tossed to and fro, carried about with every wind of doctrine, by the trickery of men, in the cunning craftiness of deceitful plotting, but speaking the truth in love, may grow up in all things into him who is the head, Christ, from whom the whole body, joined in it together by whatever joint supplies, According to the effective working by which every part does its share, causes growth of the body for the edifying of itself in love. Now tell me this doesn't have the answers to all of the church's woes today. No, don't. because then you might be lying. Well, maybe not, because all is a bigger word than three characters, two being twins, than it initially leads us to believe. So perhaps much of the church's issues of today would be solved if we only preached the gospel to every creature. Mark 16:15 but equip the Saints yes, see here how it specifically states Saints and not just any old person for the work of ministry people who preach the gospel should be equipped for the next steps if they get a positive response. Most are not so they lose a fish or unknowingly preach to a devil and invite him into the church. thus we end up with another spiritual abortion. Hebrews 5:12 through 14 states, For though by this time you ought to be teachers, you need someone to teach you again the first principles of the oracles of God, and you have come to need milk and not solid food. For everyone who partakes only of milk is unskilled in the word of righteousness, for he is a babe, but solid food belongs to those who are full of age, that is, those who, by reason of use, have their senses exercised to discern both good and evil. So we see in Hebrews how the author hits on two things that we are discussing in this message. One is immaturity due to a lack of equipping the saints for the work of ministry. And the other is that we should all be in a place where we can teach the word and preach the gospel. Now the word teaching here is used in generalities and applies to all saints. The fivefold ministry teacher is called specifically to teach. There are two levels and many things in the Bible, so look for the double meaning and context. Least you think some task is not your responsibility. For example, we can all evangelize, but only some are called to do so at the Billy Graham level, the commercial fisherman level, versus the hobbyist fisherman. That's how I see it. So do you see the difference? That's the double meaning I'm talking about. So who are the chicks I'm talking about? What is a strange bird talk? Well, imagine raising, and I use the word loosely, chicks that remain chicks even through their adult chicken years. Now how crazy would it be to expect that they lay eggs in that state of maturity? That state or lack of development, they could not do it. Now, how many Christian chicks do we have who are trying to lay eggs? But because they were not equipped or did not allow anybody to equip them, they cannot produce what they were called and designed to produce. The chicks represent milk drinkers and is absent of bread or meat eaters. As Hebrew 5:12 states, "Although by this time you ought to be chickens, that is teachers." You need someone to teach you again the first principles of the oracles of God. And you have come to need, this is me again, have digressed or reverted back to needing milk and not solid food, this is me again, and this is because you have remained chicks. Yes, I have added some language to better explain my position. Now there is also an added issue with Christians who remain chicks, which is that chicks require oversight and a whole lot more developing than a full-grown chicken. So now resources, instead of being used to move forward, are kept back and reinvested in the chicks, with the hope that they will someday want to become full-grown, egg-producing chickens. Now herein lies the issue with the process. If we are not equipping the saints for the work of ministry, that is, the chicks, then we cannot expect that if we continue to do whatever it is that caused them to remain chicks, for them to now all of a sudden become full-grown chickens. At this point, only an outside effort by the chick could cause the necessary growth to happen. And unfortunately, many ill or non-equipped chicks fly the coop and become church bouncers, looking for the bread and meat necessary to go from a chick to a chicken. This is what John is saying in John 15:16: You did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you, that you should go and bear fruit, and that your fruit should remain, that whatever you ask the Father in my name, he may give you. Lay eggs, peeps. If your fruit is fish, and they all head up the river to spawn, so as to give birth to the next generation. But they have no way back, then the species does not remain. The fruit is lost. Not that Christians could ever become extinct, but we have seen it similarly happen, thus they remain no more. Maybe this would help. Where I live, I get to experience the king salmon run twice a year. Once the salmon have completed their ocean stay, they come up the river's, lay eggs, and die. Thus, the next generation is born, so often these days with the assistance of man, in the way of fish hatcheries. The fish are released back into their habitat, and all is well. If these fry don't survive the journey because, oh, well, let's say that their instinct wasn't developed and matured. I understand that instincts get invisibly passed on, but flow with me here for a minute. Then they don't survive in the face of their enemies. Now, let's imagine The adult salmon has to equip the fry to live and survive. If they do not, then shark bait they become. Well, that's it for today. And yes, I will be telling you how to read your Bibles in episode two. So I won't leave you hanging too long as both will be posted together. Remember, it's not what you find wrong or disagree with regarding these messages, but what you can take away from them. Together, we can do more to impact the kingdom than if we work alone. Let's flip the script and kill, steal, and destroy the works of the enemy, And create space for the light of lights to shine through into people's lives. Plant a seed and click on the like and subscribe button. Let's build this ministry together. Thanks and see you next time in deep water.